0: Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze all the films in the DC Cinematic Universe by each individual minute. My name is Nathan.
1: You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows.
2: And I'm Scott Corelli. I'm on social media at Scott Corelli. And you can find all of my podcasts at DuelingGenre.com.
1: You see, you see how
0: easy we all make this? Like, just, it's, it's just so clean. It's neat. <laughs> it's nice. We are all clem clemly Clemly? Clemliness. <laughs> clem cleanliness. We're all here. See that wasn't clean. That's not clean at all. Uh that was you know ironic. what is clean though? What is clean? Uh those dishes. Today we're gonna be talking about minute number seventy four of Dawn of Justice. The minute's gonna start out with uh Clark Kent kind of getting pointed in the right direction of to where he needs to be asking his questions in the Gotham police station. And the minute's going to end with Perry White getting extremely angry at, uh, the very same Clark Kent, you know, skipping out on a day's work. <laughs> if this, if I was doing that, I'd be canned instantly. By I warrant to your desk.
2: I love, uh, I love Lawrence Fishburne. Where, where, where does he go? Like he should. Yeah, I I just I love how he just kind of throws that line away. It's uh, it's yeah. really fun. I I imagine they did that scene in one take because yeah, they had to like just like a real quick <laughs> like, hey, can you come in? Let let's just let's just shoot this. We're already in the Daily Planet set. Let's just change your outfit and let's shoot this. And they just did it in one take and like ah, perfect, yeah, perfect, fine. Yeah, he's great.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm starting to look at like because I'm on you know. This is how we do it in the in the podcast business. We actually work backwards. No. So I'm looking at the windows here and like, it does look like it's the, the sun setting. So like, is this the time that he is in Gotham right now? Mm-hmm. Like we're supposed to believe that like, he's obviously, you know, not supposed to be covering this whole Batman vigilante thing that we've been learning in this past, you know, previous minutes and everything. Yeah. So like, is this like strike two for Clark at the daily planet and his job? Like, Yes, is he supposed to be working on sports or something right now at his desk? And as always, <laughs> yeah.
1: So, man, he's effing up. So, I mean, at least in this minute, we do get a sense of like, you know, as they say in this film, there is still good in in some some humans on this planet still, and sure. we get this cop who, you know, he's I guess he's not allowed to help, but he does help Clark. Find you know where he can find his answers
2: from. But mm-hmm. um, well, what's interesting? My- but what's interesting though is this a good cop or is he one of the bad corrupt cops? And he's pointing him in the direction because he wants to get rid of Batman, so that Could he be. can continue to be like on Falcone's dime or something.
0: It's weird that you even because we brought that up yesterday, two days, whatever, how many days it was I don't remember time. So like that idea of just gotham police department you know people deputies whatever like that they can either be only like one of two ways like is that just like a genuine genuine uh like thought about gotham police uh members that like they're either good or they're bad like
2: well, do we I, get
0: I, a middle ground
2: I, I i'm sure that i i think if you're uh if you're uh an officer in gotham and you're in the middle ground i think you move to metropolis that's what i think happens Okay, (laughs) I I don't think you stick around because, like, what can you do? You can't convince them to stop working with Batman and you don't want to be on. uh, You don't want to be the the corrupt kind of person who takes money and then ends up getting like, you know, taken out by Batman. So, yeah, I would just leave. I just leave.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think the pay is higher because it's in Gotham. No, no, not at (laughs) all. No,
0: Now This is the this is the year one book and like this is jim gordon's like he's talking about him just now getting onto the force of gotham and like thinking like you know because like barbara was pregnant or whatever the hell it was and like all this stuff it was like why did we move here why did we do all this stuff and i feel like there was something where like there was an incentive for him to go
1: to gotham Mm -hmm. there has to be there's i mean otherwise there would be no police force (laughs) it would just be complete anarchy i guess um,
2: no, but they can't pay that well because that there's a reason why there's no uh, quote unquote good cops in Gotham. Mm-hmm. Only the bad ones. Like, yeah,
0: they can't pay well because they all have to take money from the mobsters.
2: Right, right. If it paid well, they would have good cops there, and they don't. They don't have them. So, I don't know. He,
1: no, yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I don't. I don't have an answer. I just. Yeah. Um, I I think. With this guy though, that there is a bit of empathy. I I do think like this guy is trying to maybe do the right thing. Maybe I
2: maybe he's maybe he's already maybe he's already put in for his transfer to Metropolis.
0: Oh yeah, he's just he's
1: checked out.
2: Yeah, he's just like she's (laughs) over there. I'm I'm leaving. This place is horrible. I got
0: about I got a week and a half left, man. Like I'm just (laughs) done. I didn't even I don't. This
1: isn't even my name badge. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) what he's doing
1: i'm also looking at these wanted pictures behind clark as he turns around in like the ninth second i really can't tell who but they look a little creepy but i was like i guess they're just people but that bottom one that looks like a certain person but i don't want to make assumptions i can't uh, see like my like it's so blurry yeah, i don't even know I, this the, what we're playing on here so little behind the
0: scenes thing this and i was going to bring this up with you today mark Mine are only playing in 480. Was there a, a time where these were like 1080 at, at one point? Because I remember having really good crisp images at one Excuse point in time. you. <laughs> now, I'm not harking <laughs> on your ability to cut
1: these minutes up and give them a good quality. But what happened? <laughs> you know what I think is when I converted them to burn the subtitles in, it may have diminished the quality. You know
0: uh-huh. what? I'm looking at... I'm looking at the minute 74 file here, and it's actually giving me a 720 option. The first three minutes of, of you know, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I, I made a note that they were only 480. Uh-huh. So would you, uh. <laughs> so I don't know, is, it a, is that an automatic thing? Computers and such, when you're
1: exporting? Oh, I don't know anything about computers. Yeah, me neither, man. <laughs> cool. <laughs> awesome. Anyway, so welcome back to uh, Video Quality Minute. My name is Nathan. And today we're talking about Clark Kent. Uh, so you know this bench, uh, you're not supposed to sleep on it. Yeah, no sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Cesar Santos's love interest, girlfriend, baby uh, mama, girlfriend,
2: baby mama, yeah, baby whatever. mama, significant yeah. other. I whatever um, you want to call her. Can we? Can can I talk about how bad this scene is? Um.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, because it's it's really bad. I mean, really, real. Like this is doing everything that they teach you not to do in screenwriting. Mm-hmm. She is just spewing exposition mm-hmm. at Clark, with like there, there's uh, there's no reason. There, like he's not coaxing her into it. There, she's not. He's not asking her any questions. He, in fact, he says. May I ask you a few questions? Mm-hmm. And she responds with no need. I'll just tell you everything, unprompted. Exactly. Um,
0: I do remember, like this. This was an Ultimate Edition minute, and I remember yeah. watching the Ultimate Edition and f- this one specifically, thinking that was a that was a deleted scene. Was that a deleted scene? Like that acting. Yeah. That wasn't that wasn't supposed to be there. Like no. just for that. And it's you're right. You're absolutely right. This minute does not work. I can't say that I hate. Henry in this minute. Cause I love him all the time. He's mm-hmm. what's making me keep my eyes to the screen, but it's, she's just got awful.
2: It's not his fault that he has no lines. Um, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's the, that's the, I don't know. That's who's ever fault Whether he had lines in the script here or, or not. Um, that's, it's definitely not his fault uh, that he's just having to stand there and react to her. I mean, she's, I don't even really blame the actress here, um, because mm-hmm. they're they're giving her a squirmy child that she has to react to, uh, as well as spitting out this terrible exposition. But then on top of everything else, like she's not the the dialogue that they're giving her is not it's 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 too um
1: It's not called for. Well she's yeah giving in.
2: Yeah, well definitely there's that. But but it's actually it's too for the type of character that she is playing. She is speaking as if she's a politician.
0: Yeah. It's I was going to say, like, she's, like, trying her best in, like, articulate. the thespians. Like, yeah. like, she's trying to win the thespian award right now. She like, is it's like, here's way, your monologue, like, go.
2: Yeah, she's way too articulate for the type of character this should be. Like, based on the clothes that she's wearing mm-hmm. and the situation that she's in. Uh, like she would not be this articulate and I don't know whose fault that is. I don't know if that's her fault or because the words that she's saying are too articulate. That's not her choice. That's the script. Um, and she's a nobody actress. So Mm -hmm. it's not like she could be like, uh, I have questions about the script. Like she would, no one would listen to her. (laughs) So
0: yeah, um, it's honestly, it could have been like somewhere. It's like, and I hate saying this, but it's like, yo, this is five minutes of fame. And it's like, yeah, ee, that and I don't know if that's like, uh, you know, I don't mean to be that demeaning towards the actress in any way. I'm sure she's a yeah, great actress, I but agree, like yeah. it seems like there's sometimes I see it a lot in like TV shows where it's like the background characters. It's always yeah. sunny in Philadelphia. You guys will watch. I'll tell you this right now. Pay attention to the background characters that are on screen that have screen time. There's no dialogue, but, like, their reactions are like they're trying to steal the scene. Yeah. And they know that. They know that the camera's on them for two seconds. Yeah. So they're going to have this huge reaction of what's happening between the main characters. Yeah. And that's what I, that's the feel that I'm getting with this.
2: This scene is, this is like a bad Law & Order scene. Yes. There you go. It is a Law & it is a
0: It is a straight-up Law & Order scene, and it's terrible.
2: Yeah. It's not good. It's really not good. I'm glad you guys... I'm glad you guys are on board cuz yeah
0: it's true i mean like it's it sucks to take away like the one not the one the the one of the few clark kent scenes that we have mm-hmm. and it's like it's a clark kent scene but where's clark kent in this movie or in this scene like right. oh he's just he's just not here he's gone right. he's he's physically there i can see him his clothes are on point
2: he's looking mm-hmm. like clark kent mm-hmm. but he's not there it's really too bad that you can't cut this part of the. You can't cut this scene without also cutting the one right before it, mm-hmm. uh, because they have to go together. Uh, yeah, that's really that. That's really unfortunate because the first half of this is great. It's this part that sucks. Uh, I
0: feel like that's probably what it was. I think like they had to have like it was a good idea to put that illustration in and to show, you know, Cal in the heart of it in the GCPD where you know all the mindset of everybody is like, yeah, Batman's the greatest thing where he's trying to figure out, well, why do you think Batman's the greatest thing? So that makes sense to have that first scene. And like, yeah, Scott, like you said, like you can't have it without this
1: outside. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're stuck if, with it. If it was up to me and you know, I don't make movies, so whatever, but yeah, with the Mark. flaws that this minute has, I think I would have still kept it in the actual film. I just, you know, the I have a problem with like, the way they wrote her lines, mm-hmm. but all in all, like, I think I would just still have this whole piece in the film, like the uh-huh. theatrical cut, if I could make that decision. Well, you
0: can't because the theatrical t- cut doesn't have any of Clark's motivation to go after Batman. Like there's, it's not present there. So, so like this is going to, this would be the only motivation that we would see and it'd be pulling it right, the strings. That just reiterates why I don't like the theatrical yeah. cut. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying like,
1: yeah. if I could have made that decision, I probably would have just kept it. Yeah. And like, you know, let's, let's flush that out. But, um, it, it, it was like the line where she says, you know, what is A pen doesn't stop him. You know, yeah. it stops him a fist. And it's like, no one's going around punching Batman. Like that's <laughs> not, you said like a bullet would stop him. I'd be like, that sounds like something you would say, but like, Maybe uh, it's supposed to be like... It's supposed to be like nothing, an obvious, like, oh, Superman hits... Yeah, you gotta yeah, put yeah.
2: Nothing she's saying m- makes any sense for an actual human person to say uh, to another human person. Like, nothing that she's saying... To a stranger. Yeah, to a stranger. Like, like man, it's a good thing you said that pen versus fist thing to <laughs> Superman. What a, What a... Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Good. God, uh, oh, man, that's is right You hit time, the jackpot. Right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, man, you uh, really, you really said exactly what Superman needed to hear, so he could go kick Batman's ass in a couple of scenes. Uh, it's, it's just, it's so forced, and I almost wonder if it is edited into a monologue because we do hold on Clark a lot, and usually when you're when you're focusing on the person who isn't talking. Uh, in a mm-hmm. scene, it's because they're they cut stuff out and they're they're editing together like a different take with, you know, something else. Yeah. So they're they're the like voice they're, and the reaction. Right. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. So they're they're cutting. That. Usually that's what that means. I mean, that I don't know what the pa- what this looked like on the page. It might have been this monologue. I'm not sure. But um, in any event, in the in the in this final version, I mean, this is just such a bad scene because it's so. This scene is what I feel like people who don't like this movie think the whole movie is.
0: Yeah. Is I this. Would, is e- this. Exactly.
2: Yeah. um, And it's, yeah, it just it's not doing the movie any favors for sure. Just not yeah. subtle. There's nothing subtle about this scene.
1: It's really not because, uh, I mean, one of the other lines that is said in this one is, uh, what she say? She says, one man decides, who, oh, yeah, one man decides who lives um how is that justice that's like one of those
2: things It's
0: what like kahina was saying as well kind of along the same lines
2: yeah it's just too on the nose um i mean you know that's what clark is feeling and then it's also like thematically like it's what the whole movie is about is is that like batman is make is making choices of who should live and who should die but batman sees superman as making those same decisions um Mm -hmm. and so they like see like each other as them. I don't know. It's just, I, and this scene is just so like, why is this woman so wise? Like it's, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Oh,
1: Oh, I do think this, the, the crying child helps the scene. I will say that. Cause I feel like it, the, the, the kid, I don't know. She's, she's dealing with this kid. Yeah. And then she has to like talk, about it's supposed to, to make her. the
0: audience feel like uncomfortable in that situation yeah. where it's like this is this is an awkward thing to do right now like yeah the yeah, awkward thing is clark asking the question yeah that's yeah, attention exactly. like that's that's what is weird about it like clark is like cold calling in a sense pretty much and like he's yeah. like just but like he should be asking questions he asks one question and then all of a sudden this volcano of exposition just erupts like, yeah
1: <laughs> which i think i think is great like even when you know the officer points to her and Inside the, inside the. It's lobby. a good buildup. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I guess it's just when she opens her mouth. That's yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> and then he says, and then Clark is like, "Well, then talk to me." And I'm like, "What do you? What, she just told you everything. What else yeah. does she have to say? Like, there's. Yeah,
0: it's her social security number. Like, yeah. What do you? What do you need? Like, do you need a couple bucks for the bus? Like, right. what's going you just, on here? You
2: got all the information that you need. Like, what else? And also, not for nothing, but I feel like her. Her monologue doesn't I feel like there must be lines cut out of this because it doesn't it's not really connecting, like her her thought points aren't forming a coherent statement, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like uh I I'm not his wife, but I know what he did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alright, so so okay, so you're saying like you know him and you know the kinds of things that he did. Okay, fine. Then she says, uh, but he was a father, he was that too, okay, so mm-hmm. he was a he that's was a okay. dad, all right, all right, mm-hmm. so he's not your husband, but he was a dad,
0: mm-hmm. uh, and, and so that really deserved this, right,
2: yeah, sure. um but then, as he goes as she goes, she says, he was that too. He, they took him out of Gotham Central, they moved him to metropolis. okay, that doesn't have anything to do with what you were just talking about. <laughs> That's, that's apropos of nothing, but inside, they know inside like metaphysically or inside Gotham central or inside metropolis. What are you saying? They know the mark all over guards. Don't care. Okay. So inside prison is what you're saying. And the guy guards don't care about the mark. That's the judge. So I just everything, it just feels like she's saying just like a bunch of random elements and they just together, they don't form a coherent story. Like she's just saying a bunch of things.
1: You also have to assume that Clark Kent knows about the branding. Like,
0: okay, so I
1: have, so there,
2: that's why I hmm. think they're cutting out questions. I think they cut, yeah, yeah, they cut all of his questions out and Um, made it into a monologue that doesn't make any sense.
0: Oh, what the? Out of toner again? Oh, Lois Lane is going to kill me.
1: Hey, does anyone know where we keep the toner cartridges? Of course. Everyone knows we keep the toner cartridges in the supply closet. The only problem is we're completely out. I just checked.
0: Completely out? But i got to get these articles printed and on Perry's desk by Monday, the latest.
1: Well, you could go to Amazon.ToolMedia.com and buy the toner from there. They'd definitely get here before Monday amazo who amazon.tooldmedia.com you can find almost anything on there and it'll get here faster than a speeding bullet and a fraction of what you pay for goes to helping out some podcast called dc cinematic minute well that's awesome i'm all about helping
0: others as you know (laughs) all right so amazon.tooldmedia.com well i better get to it before superman stirs up another headline I'm sure there's theories out there that suggest that this woman could have been hired by Alexander and, like, given... Because she is saying exactly what he wants to hear. that is a theory. So, like, is she hired, like, and given the lines that Kahina was given and, Mm -hmm. like, all right, you got to be at this police station because, like, we're tailing Clark Kent and, like, he's going to go there and, like, he needs answers. Oh, that means that cop was corrupt it could have been that cop was corrupt and like said hey that's your that's your leak like that's where you're, that's your lead that's where you're supposed to go asking. And, and it i mean like the delivery uh, the, it's, it it's a monologue it's like it's almost like it's too perfect to be just like, it's like a why soliloquy. is she getting so upset at, yeah why is she getting so upset at the <laughs> she end she is like, a thespian yeah. in she the actual is, universe like, maybe so like she starts out with like he wasn't my husband but i know what he did and then by the end she's like almost in tears, like choked up for just saying that, hey, Superman needs to be, or Batman needs to be stopped. Like that's yeah. what she's choked up about. She wasn't choked up about the father of this kid, apparently, assumingly, the father of this kid being murdered in prison. She's choked up at saying uh, about Batman. Batman needs to be stopped. Like that's, maybe she is an actress and yeah. she's feeding lines. I don't know. Most Are there theories ju- like
1: that? Because most people would I just don't be know, mad at, about police brutality or something yeah i like right? that as
2: a theory if that was the case i would be i i wish that it was more uh i don't know uh, put on prevalent yeah prevalent yeah. and like really like yeah. kind of hammered i actually just in general i wish that lex's manipulation was more on front street in the movie
0: dude um, the theat- the theatrical version like you can't even tell that there's a Lex plan in my opinion there's just it's all over the place it's terrible
2: totally totally um it's why it's kind of it's it's incoherent for a lot of people that's that's the reason Mm -hmm. why um but I wish I wish there was I wish we saw more of his like less is like I don't like that we have to kind of assume that that's what's going on here um Mm -hmm. I wish we we flat out knew because I think that that would make this scene better. That being said, if she is an actress by Lex, uh, like a, a plant um, that, that Lex isn't good at, the, at this at this thing. It's just he's just lucky that these two knuckleheads are, are morons that are falling for it all. Yeah, um, that's the I mean, because this isn't good. This like this again, this should be like a red flag for Clark of just being like, huh? does she know that I'm Superman? Because that was really exactly. convenient. Um, it's just hit, yeah, it's like you hit me right
0: on the nose with this one. Like you're right. You're giving me my answer. Like right. it's just so weird. And like, you know, we see like later on like Lex's involvement in parts of the plan. We see like Anatoly present like in the background. So like you can tell that, you know, something's going on fishy because Anatoly is associated with Lex, yada, yada. Right. If we saw like Anatoly coming out of the police station, like, in the background, and, like, kind of, like... Doing no, I glances. have to look. Like, <laughs> like, something, like, something that made it seem like Lex had a hand in this, that would have made it believable. Not like this is just a random encounter of this woman that's just upset over the Batman killing uh, a, a, a uh, you know, a human trafficking husband. It's just... Yeah. It's odd. There seems to be either dialogue missing or...
2: I don't know. And also yeah, when just... she says he was a father, too, and, and, and Clark just gets this look on his face like, what? A father? Which is, Yeah. like Which is a little absurd. And also, yeah, you're right. She's like, yeah, I know what he did. He, he was a sex trafficker. Like, mm-hmm. he, he took people from a country, women, made them people sex slaves. Like, are and you're just like, but he was a father, too. I don't care about that. <laughs> um, he was selling people into a, li- a lives of, 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 you know, daily, maybe more than that rape. And you're saying that you're fine with that, but he was a father. So
1: I don't know. I don't know. She, she must've not known about the human trafficking. Cause that would be, that would just be like a total, like, there's no way you can excuse that. She says,
2: thing. I know what he did. I mean, based on yeah. what the movie is telling us, she did know.
1: Yeah, that's, woof. Yeah, I know.
2: That's what it is. Not a good. Scene. And doesn't not a good. Scene.
0: Isn't, isn't her necklace like his name or it's something Caesar, like that? Yeah. Isn't it so? Like she, yeah. still has a thing for him. Like,
2: yeah,
1: you can't have a thing for him. He's dead. Hey, hey. She's
2: she's mad that he's dead. Uh, the guy that, made his money selling women into sex slavery. Yeah. Cool here
1: we go it's an obvious plant mm-hmm. you yeah. gotta stick with this theory
2: yeah it's the only thing that 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 works uh because there's nothing about you know this this conversation that clark should be taking to heart whatsoever
0: not at
1: all no just uh just stick to writing sports man Come on. <laughs> what do you think perry was going to talk to him about
0: sports. can i want to talk to you
1: you think it's sports Yeah, I need you to go check out this. I don't know. Maybe he still hasn't written the article. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. He's slacking.
2: Yeah. He hasn't put the article in the Dropbox yet.
1: At that point, why even put the article out? It's like sports is like on a... It's like you have 24 hours to write something about a a game. Yeah. It's like no one cares. It's like they've already played like two more games since. We
0: said it in the beginning of this minute that, like, we think this whole Perry White sequence was, like, one take. Like, it just, you know, they had uh, 20 minutes to do a, a, a take and they just yeah. did it. What I, and, like, I'm inclined to believe you because, like, there's, I feel like I've noticed it in a lot of actors where it's, like, it's a very vague uh, description or interpretation of what you're supposed to be doing in this scene, especially, like, this thing, what, what Perry's doing, like, he's not talking to anybody. He's just supposed to make it look like Something is going on like something like there's a purpose to why he's there what he's doing and like the whole Where does he go? Where does he go? Jenny like that? Like you don't you didn't need to add like and it's not just what Perry like I I see it in other acting things where it's like what happened? What's going on here? Why is this going And like you you reference like another character that's like not in the scene But like you know that they're there so it's like to try to make it feel I guess real in a sense Yeah, it just seems like it's too obvious of an acting ploy in my opinion and i don't know i'm not an actor so i don't know what these things are i don't know if that's actual correct usage of what you're supposed to be doing in this scene but like that whole like you know i get the whole i, th- I think it's in tomorrow's with the whole you know clicks his heels or whatever like the, the follow-up to that is good but the, the the first like where's he go where's he go jenny like you didn't need to ask jenny like it's Je- just Jenny's, like Jenny's an empty room too. yeah it's just like uh i don't know it just seems like you're you're obviously talking to a camera like building a scene. Uh-huh. And I don't know how to
1: stage performance.
0: Stage performance, I guess. And it's like I don't know. It takes yeah. me out of it sometimes. No, I it's uh... actually
2: I you probably think the scene I was talking about yesterday was this scene with the uh with the uh with the with the uh, mother. Um and it's actually it's not, it's it's this scene. <laughs> That I hate. Yeah. I hate it. Um, oh, I'll, okay. Yeah, but I'm I'm going to get into it tomorrow because it, it's, it's important. I need the end of the scene to talk about it, so I don't want to talk about it today.
1: Yeah, right. I think, uh, yeah. So, uh, but last little minor detail from me, uh, looking at Clark Kent's desk. Is this photograph Martha Kent, Diane Lane? We questioned it, and I think it is. Yeah. But... I just want to make sure, because you can never get a clear photo of this. I don't know,
0: Mark. This is only 720 resolution. If it was 1080, I could probably tell.
1: (laughs) Okay, well then someone do us a favor and rip rip this in 1080 and send it to me. (laughs)
2: Because I'm pretty
1: sure it's Martha Kent. uh, I assume so. There's no way that they know about Lois Lane and Clark Kent.
2: Yeah, I'm, Um, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think anyone knows that they're dating. Um oh it
1: said it said in the art of book that it's a kept secret. Yeah. So they're not even supposed to be living together. I'm still a believer that Perry always knows. Well, he might know. I don't know. Just
0: the character of Perry White always knows that. Yeah. So
2: I um I w- real quick before we wrap this up, there is one shot that I do really like of uh Henry Cavill there at the end. Um after she walks away and she kind of mm-hmm. like leaves him there and he's just standing there uh after making the the fists line, mm-hmm. i what i like about that shot even if i don't like i don't even, i even if i don't like the scene i don't like how obvious it is and everything i do like that when he's standing there he looks like he does when he's superman like even his coat is sort of like moving in the breeze the way that his cape does mm-hmm. um i don't know there's just something about that pose Right after her making that statement that I I really like because you're like, oh, yeah, this guy's Superman. I don't know. It's good. Mm-hmm. And it's
0: not just it's Superman. It's like a burdened Superman. Yeah. And I always like I'm so attracted to that Superman that has problems. I don't necessarily like Superman being the end all be all answer and, and hopeful beacon. I understand that's what he's supposed to represent. But, like, that's just, it, sometimes it's just an easy giveaway. So, I like when Superman actually has issues, and seeing him, like, looking defeated like this from <clears throat> yeah. just, you know, not even from a villain or anything like that. Nobody's even kicking his ass or anything. Like, she's just straight up telling him the truth, and, like, he's, like, getting hit with a truth bomb, obviously, and it's just defeating him. Yeah. So, I like, I agree with you. He looks like Superman as Clark Kent right now, and yeah.
1: it's just solid. It's good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Alrighty, guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute, TwoOldMedia.com. And if you want to join us, Scott Corelli, our other guests and other listeners, we have the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And we'd like to know your thoughts about today's minute. Um, and then until tomorrow, we'll catch you guys next time here on DC Cinematic Minute.